This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm absolutely delighted to have Bronwyn Hershowitz as my last guest. Bronwyn, the show has been quite heavy. We've been talking about Lithuania and potential Putin visit to South Africa. And it is, after all, Friday. Yes. We need to lighten the load. Yes. So I'm pleased to have you, my art specialist and uh, um, entertainer, talk about some of the lighter things in life to get us into the mood for the weekend. Well, thank you. Um well, it's always a pleasure being here, so thank you for having me, Charisse. And uh, so I'm going to start off, it's, it's not very light, but uh, we like to celebrate people's lives. And unfortunately, um, the king, well, he, he dubbed himself the grandfather of trash TV, Jerry Springer, passed away on the 27th of April. Uh, he was 79 years old, Jewish man, and uh, even though there is controversy uh, surrounding his life, obviously because of his show Jerry Springer, where we're all familiar with the chant, Jerry, Jerry, right? But he was uh, still a, a very intelligent, pivotal man in the entertainment industry. We do have to celebrate and acknowledge what he did. And a uh, very smart man. He was also um, the mayor of Cincinnati, and I think you've got to be um, quite dynamic to uh, assume that role. I really, I like, personally liked him. I mean, you know, I didn't have an issue and uh, it, it was quite a, a, I don't know, there's quite a generational um, nostalgia when you think of him. He had uh, pancreatic cancer and he passed away. But uh, I, I think of him fondly and uh, I think we must celebrate people's lives. And his contribution to the arts world. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Bronwyn. Yes. Can we bring in a little bit of glitz? Yes. And glamour. And can you take us down to the fashion world of the Met Gala? Yeah, the biggest fashion event of the year, the Met Gala. It's hosted by Anna Winter. She is uh, very, very strict in who is invited, what they wear. She approves all the outfits ahead of time. And uh, she has a theme every year. And uh, paying tribute to another iconic fashion um, idol, Cole uh, Lagerfeld, who also passed away. He passed away in 2019. And that was the theme of this year's Met Gala. It happened on Monday night. Uh, I love the Met Gala. I love watching the outfits because so beautiful. it's a chance for people to be creative, to be expressive, um, to just let go of their artistic, I don't know, natures. And uh, they do... Th- do so obviously through designers and this year was once again the, the theme was Karl Lagerfeld. Uh, a little bit of, of controversy there as well because uh, he was a controversial figure um, in, in terms of uh, his, uh, he was he's quite, he was quite a fat shamer, number one. I mean, I think we would uh, expect that in the fashion world. He'd probably be cancelled today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, he was also uh, quite bigoted. He was... Um, homophobic, racist, um, not not a very nice character. He was very open about his views. But let's not look at the negative. Let's look I mean, at what he contributed um, in terms of fashion and beauty. Just because before we let him off the hook so easily, can mm. we talk about him and Coco Chanel? And uh, Well, that's where I'm getting to. Yeah, so, sorry. So, yeah, so no. Um, so the, um, the, the news that I want to share, the Jewish... Celebration, uh, an actor by the name of Ben Platt. He's mainly a Broadway actor, and he wore a Star of David necklace with his outfit for the Monday Night Gala, which was quite beautiful. He is a Jewish man, and uh, 
The reason he did so is because he's uh, actually headlining a musical about an anti-Semitic episode in American history. Um, so that was quite pivotal. It's called Parade, and um, it really looks at um, the a man in 1915 who was uh, lynched. His name was Leo Frank. He was a Jewish man accused of raping and murdering a girl who worked in a Georgia factory. And the opening of the show um, sparked a lot of anti-Semitic protests outside the theater. And so I think this was his stance in um, being proudly Jewish and just um, showing that anti-Semitism is very, very ripe. And, yeah, let's get to Karl Lagerfeld because, uh, in fact, uh, his parents were Nazis. And uh, they own Chanel. And so Karl Lagerfeld does have that history of, you know, well, Nazi history. Um, I, I did some research into him as a person. He he did contribute a little bit to um, the Jewish community. He uh, contributed a, a fortune of money to a synagogue in Paris. He's been very vocal about certain acts in Germany. But, yes, it's still controversial because of his family history. So did Ben make this as a very, very public um Statement. It he was, was basically a very making subtle, it. a very subtle statement. So he wasn't out there going, you know, ranting on his little pedestal, but it was very subtle. It was very clear. It was there. It made headlines. It was quite beautiful to see. And I think, I think I love these silent protests or these silent, um, remarks really on what's happening in the world. So, uh, well done, Ben. <laughs> and I think that the, the show season is actually coming to an end now on Broadway. So, uh, if you're in America, go watch it. And shall we talk a little bit about Barbara Streisand? Celebrating another icon, right? So uh, the prize dubbed the Jewish Noble will be given to the wonderful Barbara Streisand later this year. Uh, it's a return to honoring Jewish celebrities for their lifetime of achievements. Now, obviously, um, she's being recognized for her uh, contribution to the arts, but also her philanthropy. And um, it's actually called the Genesis Prize. So it's dubbed the Jewish Nobel Prize, but its its official name is the Genesis Prize. And uh, it, it was formed in 2013. So it's quite new, recognizing, like I said, iconic people in the Jewish community who have contributed to the world. And in fact, um, the prize was endowed by a group of Russian Jewish billionaires three of whom stepped down from the board of a related foundation, the Genesis Philanthropy Group, after being targeted by Western sanctions last year for their ties to the Vladimir Putin following his invasion of Ukraine. So there's always those ties, those political ties. It's quite interesting. Um, The most recent prize was awarded earlier this year. It went to Jewish activists and non-profits in the Ukraine. It was the first time the prize had not been given to a single individual. So there's always, you know, there yeah. always links to things and politics and global stances. So, uh, but it's quite a, a remarkable award. And I think, yes, Barbara deserves it. She really <laughs> does deserve it. We have to take our break now. But after the break, Bronwyn, we're going to go local. Yes. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Bronwyn Hershowitz, art specialist and publicist, and my regular guest. Bronwyn, before we go local, we're going to talk about the Eurovision. We have to because it's uh, starting this week, and it's really lovely because uh, Israeli Eurovision winner Netta Bazile 
We'll return to the song contest for a guest performance during the grand finale, which is really exciting. And it's taking place in the UK. Netta won in 2018, as we know, and uh, she won with her song Toy. Uh, she's so lovely. She she says uh, she says Eurovision called again, and I couldn't say no. She's the Bassa Sababa singer. She wrote in an Instagram post announcing her return to the singing contest. And as I said, it's taking place in Liverpool. It was supposed to take place in the Ukraine. Unfortunately, they had to move it. And uh, it starts on the 9th of May with the semifinals. And then the finale, the grand final, is on the 13th of May where she'll be uh, performing. It's really exciting. And, uh, yeah, if you can watch, watch. It's always uh, a favorite. It's lovely to see them going back. You know, she did so well, and it's nice to know that she's still visible. Mm. In fact, I think she is generally doing quite well. Yeah, she really is. I mean, there was even the movie Eurovision on Netflix, and uh, her and many other Eurovision winners made guest appearances. It was quite stunning, if you haven't watched it. Bronwyn, we <laughs> are going local now, and you and I were just saying that neither of us could get tickets for the William Kentridge. Yeah, the head <laughs> and the load. So uh, I'm very uh, devastated that I didn't see it. It looks phenomenal, as most of his work is. It's at Jobbik Theatre. It closes this, this weekend. We were saying maybe if someone from Jobbik Theatre is listening, maybe extend it. Yeah, because <laughs> so many people would love to still go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how it, often do we get this opportunity? Yeah, not very often. So, in fact, this show was supposed to run in 2020 and they had to reschedule it. So um, a lot of people have been sitting with their tickets for years now. No wonder we couldn't get any. No, absolutely. So now this um, particular show, The Head and the Load, it talks about, um, you know, you know, kind of holding your problems on your shoulders, your head and the load, right? And it uh, looks at Africa's role in World War, in the First World War. And once again, he combines music, dance, film projections, sculptures, shadow play. And uh, what's incredible is um, this performance work runs across a purpose-built stage stretching 50 meters mm. along the back of the Nelson Mandela stage with an intimate seating configuration for approximately 500 audi audience members. So I think that's why they had to do it because you actually, I think, from what I've seen um, in the pictures online, you're actually really kind of going on this tour around the, the stage. And um, he's just remarkable. It's a sensory overload. He is such a, I don't know, iconic jewel yeah. from South Africa. The reviews have been phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you may not be able to get into he, uh, the Kentridge exhibition, but you could probably still get into Peter Doak Ace. Yeah, so another icon. We're just celebrating icons. Um, and, you know, it's not always just celebrating Jewish people. It's celebrating people in general who do incredible things. Um, Peter Dirk Ace's show, The Echo of a Noise, is at the Peter Turin Theatre. It runs until the 14th of May. And, uh, you know, it, it sold out in 2016. He's still around. He's still going. He's part of our history. He's he's probably the first um, drag queen, actually, in this country. Um, but uh, an intelligent one obviously um, took a political stance against what was happening in the country and was able to use um, Evita Bezaidenhout. You can forget Evita Bezaidenhout. Yeah, as, as just as the political commentator, you know, and uh, I think it was so smart because people couldn't attack him because it was her speaking. So so I, I, saw, I saw the show um, when it was last year. 
I mean, it's really storytelling at its best. He brings out his characters. He has a few little games he plays on sh- on stage. I'm sure he's um, changed it a little bit to suit the times now. Um, but, yeah, this is his 77th year. Hmm. I mean, he's 77. He's still going on. Um, he's really remarkable, filled with history and stories and Someone um, we can all just we sh- we should all just sit up and listen to because he's been through it all. He's incredible. He really is incredible. Mm, I just said icon. And I think we have time for one last um, show. Are we going to do Cat and Monkey? I would like to because this is um, also ending this weekend. It's at uh, the Theatre on the Square, Daphne Coons uh, Theatre, and uh, I'm hoping to go see it this weekend. Um, a new dark comedy. It's brought. Uh, to the stage by Reckless Haven Productions and Daphne Kuhn. Uh, it's very loosely based on Alicia Ellison by Charlotte Court and is made long and funny by actors um, Daniel Ratif and Roland von Gerich. Uh, the play follows the story of Jessica and Martin, a couple who have discovered the darkest parts of each other's personalities. I think uh, that's quite interesting for all couples. Um, what seems like a classic lover's quarrel soon turns into something much darker and the audience is taken on a roller coaster ride. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a brand new piece of theatre. I always love seeing new theatre. And, yeah, it ends this weekend. Go check it out. Go support uh, all theatre. Go support Daphne, who is wonderful. And, um, yeah, if I see you if I see you on Saturday, I'll see you there. <laughs> um, Bronwyn, as always, thank you so much for coming in, and I look forward to speaking to you again in two weeks' time. Me too. I'm sure there'll be a lot more to celebrate. Absolutely, as always.